The following is brought to you with no commercial interruptions. Listen um, yeah, because uh, I've not had you on before, right? No, no, this is the first time. Yeah, the, yeah, the only other Chris is Chris Thomas. Okay, so that. now there's oh, now there's two Chris's I got to remember. Oh, man. <laughs> I've heard that name before, actually. There's uh, multiple Kevins and Chris's now, and oh, geez, and uh, yeah. Debbie, Deborah's. Oh, man. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I'm not on the single podcast theory. I've they've read my email and his email at the same time, and they usually are like Chris, aka the Pearl Jam dude, or something like that. Is that what you're you're known by there? Yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, because I was like, I know I've I've heard Chris Davis before. Where have I heard it? It's like, yeah. oh, okay, it must have been. Yeah, I, I always sign my I always sign my shit in the Pearl Jam community, the Pearl Jam dude. Mm-hmm. I'm no, I have a business that is called the Heavy Man Dude. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I'm I'm known as the dude with my friends and shit. So I just whatever I got going, on, I just add dude to it because <laughs> it's just my mo. Um, how'd you hear about my podcast? Um, just lot, lots of uh, I've I've heard it mentioned on uh, live on four legs. Uh, the pearl I've seen it on the Pearl Jam podcast community on Facebook. Okay, I've listened to it a few times actually. Yeah, I'm in. I'm in. A, I'm finishing up Riot Act right now. Yeah, that's a good app. Uh, they're all good albums. Yeah, there's not a bad Pearl Jam album. Yeah, I, I think that a lot of people there'll be like albums that don't really click with them, and then they'll just not listen to them. Uh-huh. But like, if you go back and then listen to them, right, a couple of times, kind of like you know what, this isn't as bad as he thought. Exactly. Yeah, I had that experience. At least that's what's happened to me <laughs> throughout this whole process. I had that experience with uh, Binaural. Mm-hmm. It was, I just didn't get it when it first came out, and uh, I really dig it now. It's probably one of my favorite albums. Welcome to Season 8, Episode 22 of the Better Band Podcast, an all-encompassing trip through every song in the Pearl Jam catalog. I am your host, Brandon Paloma. Each episode, I go track by track with a guest through every album, soundtrack, single, and B-side to discover why you simply... Can't find a better band. Welcome back to the Better Band Podcast. This is Brandon today talking about the Lost Dog Tracks track, you, uh, with guest Chris Davis. Hello, Chris. Hey, what's up, Brandon? Oh, hey, just, just here looking to dork out with Pearl Jam with a brand new guest. Thanks. And seeing as how you're, you're a brand new guest, you have to go through the hazing, which okay. means I have to ask you, Chris, when did you first hear of Pearl Jam? Uh, I first heard of Pearl Jam when their album, their first album came out in 91, 10. I, I wasn't really into them as much as I am now back then. You know, it was kind of, I was just, just kind of, I liked their music and uh, I like I liked their first couple, three albums. And then after that, I just kind of it kind of died off for me until about 2006 when uh, I got I I gotten an iPod and I was starting to uh, geek out with the iTunes stuff. And um, at that time, Pearl Jam had their 2006 tour on the iTunes, mm-hmm. and uh, I just geeked out on that. And then um, you know I just got into the band a lot. Then I mean I, I then it, then the obsession came. 
like it is now. <laughs> but I, I have to I have to correct myself. It wasn't 2006. It was 2009. Okay. So when they first um when you when you when ten came out when they first appeared on the scene, yeah. uh, what what were you into then? Uh, I, I I had grown up. Uh, I'm 53 right now, and I I lived through that that hair band garbage that they had in the in the late 80s to early 90s. And when I first started listening to them, that's when the 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 shift had happened, where Nirvana had come out, and you know. A lot of the great bands I listen to now, like Stone Temple Pilots, Nirvana, mm-hmm. I was starting to listen to, uh, I guess it would be called grunge music. Yeah, the the alternative. Yeah, alternative Became music. not the cure and, uh, <laughs> and that kind of stuff. Right. Yeah, yeah. It, it was a lot of stuff like, uh, I can think of like Alanis Morissette, live, live, the band Live, just a lot of great bands back then. So then did you start like keeping up with them with their records and stuff, or did you kind of more go back once you were listening to that, uh, that tour or whatever? It, it was a lot of going back and listening to stuff that I'd missed. I kind of around, like I said, Vitalogy, I, I didn't buy anything after that. Mm-hmm. And, uh, it was a lot of going back and listening to like no code yield binaural right act avocado album. and just trying to, you know, it was like catching up, I guess. Mm-hmm. Uh, I realized I missed a lot of good music. Yeah, it's all—it's all right. It's still—it's—it's it's still there. The um, the 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 great shutdown of the electric grids or whatever haven't happened, and so we yeah. we still got it. <laughs> yep, yep. Um, so uh, w- when you when you went back, did you find this song? Is is did you did you develop a uh, a relationship with it there? See, that's my awesome smooth transition into talking about this song. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I think I, I discovered Lost Dogs. It was a while. It was later. It was like, all right, I, I, I checked everything out, out, everything else out. What's this Lost Dogs thing about? You know, and then I, mm-hmm. I listened to it. And I was like, there's a, there's great songs in that album. You know, one of my favorite songs is Fatal off that album. Yeah, Wash, Hard to Imagine. You know, all the good ones. Uh, Yellow Blood Better. Mm-hmm. There's some weird songs on that album. Uh, like Sweet Lou, and uh, <laughs> uh, there's another one about whale song. whales, the whale song. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. but there, there's a lot of great songs on this album, mm-hmm. including this one, which Ed wrote, and yep. it's a leftover from Yield. Yep. It was released on the Wish List single on May 5th, 1998. Question mark. Uh, and they first played it October 11th, 2000. And uh, they, they said that they had to uh, download it from Napster or something to, to learn how to play it since it uh, had been a while. Uh, we're going to try something that's never been attempted before. I don't think, anyways, but uh, it was an unheard of B side at some point. And uh, it's. Uh, not just a one word title, but a one letter title, I think. It's actually a Prince song. But it starts like. This 
this this this song I don't think would have fit on Yield. <laughs> it is very, very sort of upbeat and poppy, right? Yeah, but it, it's a dark song too at the same time. I listened to it my first heard it was like you know, you hear it and you like you said it's poppy and you, you hear you, 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 you a lot and you think it's like the, he's singing about whoever he's singing to, you, you know, and then you you, mm-hmm. you dig in you deep you dig into the lyrics and it's like no he's saying I don't want to be with you Mm -hmm. No, that's my interpretation of it yeah it is sort of a I don't know about ironic but it is like a sort of uh, dual dual levels to it because it could be a just sort of oh you're the greatest you know and then it could also be a oh I'm kind of being manipulated by you, or it's kind of yeah. you're 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 playing tricks on me. Yeah, and I, I think probably like at the maybe it's like at the end where he says you break laws and pay no fines, you yeah. get yours, then get yeah. mine. It's kind of maybe the uh, the M Night Shyamalan twist or something at the end, where it's kind of like, oh, was all this stuff positive or was it more negative? You break laws and pay no fines. You get yours and then get mine. I don't think it's easy to stay in love, but you, 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 you. Yeah, yeah. So that's the kind of take you have on it, that it is like a more sort of negative song? Yeah, yeah. I, uh, I, I, got, I, I was actually uh, lucky to hear it live at Wrigley in 18. Mm-hmm. And I was going through a divorce at the time. And, <laughs> and it was like, I, I, I could relate to the song a, a lot, you know. Yeah, yeah. I remember uh, <laughs> singing, singing it while he was singing it too, because I, 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 I got it. <laughs> Mm-hmm. I, I and it's a lot of those a lot of Pearl Jam songs to me. It's like it's life experiences. Yeah, and you may you may not get the meaning of the song until you actually go through it. You know, something bad or just experience life. You know, and that's how it was for me. I my favorite lyrics is, is when he says, "I never know how much to say with you, you, you. I'd like to go deep, but." Is it safe with you, you, you? Mm-hmm. It might be your knees. It could be your eyes. It might be the way you don't sympathize. Oh, it's you, you, you. And I, I mm-hmm. you know, I, that was, that's my favorite word to the song. Cause it reminds me of my ex-wife. <laughs> it's just, you know, people being in different parts of their life at different times. You know, you might listen to, be listening to some of their more mid-period kind of yeah. you know riot act avocado sort of time period and be younger and not really get it and then you get older and you might look at some songs about like um parenting or something like that that they'll have on some albums or about uh grief or loss yeah. or something that you don't really connect with on a level until you get to that point in your life and then you're like oh i get it now this wasn't just some some stuff that i yeah didn't like you just couldn't relate to it then at the, at the yeah. moment which i think like also happens too as you're growing up and you know you you get to be your parents age at some point when they had you or something you're like oh man now i kind of understand 
maybe why they did what they did or yeah. uh, <laughs> I don't want to do what they did because yeah. that was, uh, you know, not a cool way to be. Yeah, I get exactly. I, I get I get what you're talking about. There's a song on the Avocado album called Gone. Mm-hmm. And if I had listened to it when I first came out in 2006, I wouldn't I wouldn't have understand it because we were in a, a good economy and stuff like that. But when I, when I listened to it in, in 2010, when the economy was horrible and I, I'm in the construction business and I, I couldn't get a job and all I want to do was get the hell out of this town, mm-hmm. you, know, I, I, you know, I got that song when I listened to it. So, yeah, I agree with you 100%. Uh, let's see. This song uh, is, is stylized as just the letter U. So I don't know if that's a, uh, a tribute to Prince, who uh, <laughs> always did that, but... Oh really? I didn't. I didn't realize that. Well, that's interesting too. Well, I'm just guessing. I mean, I I, I said I don't know if that's why he okay. did it, but Prince always like in all of his the names of all of his songs, yeah. and I think even in his lyric sheets and stuff like that, every Y O U U is just a U, and like I, he'll draw a little I, and it's <laughs> just Prince being Prince. Huh, that's it. I I'm not familiar with Prince. I'll have to check that out. Let's see the song the. Original B-side version is a little bit different than what's on Lost Dogs. I think they just remixed it a little bit because there are some little guitar fill parts that are, I'm pretty sure it's like a guitar with some effect on it. That kind of sounds like a harmonica. You know, the the part that goes like nee, 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 has that um that kind of scale down. <laughs> Towards the end, Ed's got uh, some flange effects on his voice. And like, especially at the end, was like, yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. I read that last night when I was researching the song. Uh, I, I, I've never, I didn't know that about the songs. Yeah, it's got that. It's got that on the Lost Dogs version and on the original version. He's kind of just saying something really low and kind of fast. It's because and and that's uh, you can't really understand <laughs> what it is. You turn it up, and it's kind of like, oh, the music's too loud, and I don't know. Maybe some, maybe maybe somebody's uh, figured it out online and 
singled it out. Um, is there anything else about this song that you that you wanted to make sure that uh, that we touched on? No, I, I I feel comfortable how we we talked about it. Like I said, I, like you said, it was a it's a poppy song, and uh, it sounds poppy, but it's not, it's it's a it's a deep dark song. Yeah, it is kind of a um, when you look at it that way, it is a contrast to Wishlist, which is on the which was the single for it, where it's kind of you know Wishlist is a I don't know maybe possibly like Wishlist is the is the beginning of a relationship and then you is the end of the relationship. I think it was uh, getting because it's the in uh, in binaural uh, Eddie's divorced at this time. I think oh man, I should look that up. I probably have said it on another episode. But I believe like Ed and Beth divorced somewhere around 99, 98, around then. So Yeah, I think you're right about that. I, I was going to say 2000. I thought that. Yeah, because Binaural came out in 2000. So I think it was a little bit, a little bit before then. Or it could have been right at the beginning of it. I don't know. <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not into their personal lives. Yeah. <laughs> that's that's, yeah. that's kind of gossip. That's People Magazine stuff. <laughs> yeah i think for for me when i was first listening to the song when it first came out this uh like in my life at the time i was out of high school so i was you know broken up with my high school girlfriend back then and it was a very sort of pining song for me back then is 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 my connection to it and i would like always put it on all my pearl jam mixtapes and stuff like that at the time just because it was like oh man they left this off the album this is a great song yeah do you think that they should have uh left it on yield or do you think there's like a place for it on there nah no nah, i i don't think so yield yield is one of my yields my favorite pearl jam album mm-hmm. and uh i i can't i cannot see this on yield at all yeah it just doesn't i don't think it fits on yield yeah yield is more a sort of straight nah, i don't know about straight ahead but it is kind of everybody's saying it's their return to form it is a yeah. lot more sort of rock yeah and um yeah. sort of back kind of yeah kind of like their old sound ish yeah some mid-tempo kind of driving stuff then also some more lighter uh emotional sort of things and yeah they've never really had a sort of i mean better man is probably the most pop song they've had on an album yeah and then there's a song like like this and like sad which are just like super <laughs> you know pop sort of songs that ed writes i don't know influence from the the songs of his youth the the who in him or the uh oh crap what are the, the other bands like the save it for later and hunter yeah. gatherers you know yeah sort of thing in his in his in his youth yeah they they just don't really have i'm looking at the the I got my yield album out right now. I, I just, I, I can't see where it would fit <laughs> in anywhere in here. <laughs> you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I can't see it between no way and give it a fly or maybe near the end of the album, but uh, I think they made their correct decision not to put it on the album. Yeah. The beginning of the song, like the beginning and ending sort of um, syncopated guitar riff there does make it sound a little bit dark. And maybe 
maybe that's sort of giving you a hint as to how you know the 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 deeper meaning of the song is kind of like oh you hear it's dark and then you know just kind of like getting into a relationship or something like that you you don't see any possible you know negative undercurrent to it until you're getting into it and then it's kind of like oh wait what's this wait what and you just re you know maybe it's a couple things that you realize is like oh man i've been lying to myself about these things that have been going on the whole time and i either thought it would get better or i just you know lied to myself about it or it was being hidden for me and i didn't see it until you know it pops up or you know sometimes it just you've become two different people and you arrive at that point where the light clicks on and you're like oh wait this is this is a fork in the road moment that we've come to here yeah and the and the way you're describing that right now you know i can see if they were to put it on the album it'd be on the second side along with in hiding because in hiding is kind of a it's a it's not a it it could be interpreted as a dark song too in my opinion you know i can see it maybe if they did put it on the album put it like you know in the back you know Mm -hmm. maybe add add to the album between in hiding and and push me pull me i can see that in my in my in my opinion i'm glad they didn't put on the album (laughs) yeah (laughs) yeah it does kind of work as a cool little like hidden song of theirs it's like oh man if you're really into pearl jam you know about you yeah yeah and then when yeah when when they and then when they played it that night, it was like, "Oh, cool! I'm, I'm, gonna, I'm gonna, I'm, I'm, I got you. I, I knocked you off my Pearl Jam checklist of live songs I'd like to hear." Yeah, I think because um, they haven't played it very much. No. Then they'll kind of, but they kind of. Eh, looks like they kind of will bust it out once, once or twice in every tour. It looks like, but it's not. So it's oh, okay. So it's kind of just been around. It's they just don't have a big huge chunk i think in 2000 it looks like it was their biggest chunk of uh of playing it i believe i saw it at the at the uh, san bernardino uh performance of that in october so that's pretty much it there's really <laughs> there's really no other stories i think or anything about it uh let's see in the uh liner notes uh it just has ed saying uh written in the car on a 10 minute drive had the trip been any longer, I'm sure the song would have been more complex. Wow, that's pretty cool. <laughs> I, I just listening to the song, I wonder where, where he was driving to or what he was thinking about or something like that. <laughs> yeah. Because you said it was about the time he was getting divorced. So Well, I don't I I don't know that for sure or per se or anything. It's just it, it kind of yeah. I don't know if that's maybe what was on his mind any troubles but then you kind of got wish list which kind of feels you know and even when he was like singing that song and stuff i mean your camaro's hood is uh beth had a camaro at some point so i mean that's kind of a song for her so i don't know if this was a sort of personal sentiment or if it was possibly just a sort of general story song or something so yeah, that's pretty much it about the song, right? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Okay. Well, let's uh we can wrap it up then. Um since we are still in Pearl Jam 30 uh now of of 10, the uh it's been 30 years from 10 coming out, so it could still be technically Pearl Jam 30. That's the uh, mm-hmm. that's the way I look at it. I've been asking people 
much like Ed is asked at the end of single video theory, I'm going to turn that over to you. So uh, please, Chris, tell me, what does Pearl Jam mean to you? I would, yeah, I was reflecting on this before. Uh, and Pearl Jam is just, to me, it's like, it's part of my life. It's a way for me. It's an escape. It's, uh, and it's an escape that I, I love. They're in, they've been in a, uh, become an obsession of mine over the last 10, 10, 15 years. I mean, I just, uh, lot, lots of my friends know that I love Pearl Jam. They, sometimes they pick on me about it, but, you know, they, they, they know that, you know, I love them. And, you know, I, I just, you know, it's one, it's one of the few things that, uh, I love in, in, in my life unconditionally. You know, a lot of my kids, I just, I, I, they're a part of my life. Uh, I, my office is covered with Pearl Jam posters. There's, uh, I have Pearl Jam tattoos. I, I just, I, I love them. And I can't remember a day in the last 10 years where they haven't, you know, they haven't come up uh, sometimes during the day, whether it be listening to a bootleg or listening to one of their studio, studio albums or listening to one of the, the, the cool podcasts that I've, I've been listening to for the last three or four years. You know, they're just, it's, it, they're part of me. Were they going to be playing up around you at all? Did you have any tickets to see them for this uh, postponed tour at all? I, I had, I have tickets to see them in Baltimore. Okay. Oh. Um, we were going to, we were going to drive to Baltimore. Uh, I was in, anticipating they were going to do that first leg and then go to Europe or, or whatever, and then they were going to come back in the fall, and hopefully they were going to pl- play in Cleveland. Uh, they haven't yeah. played in Cleveland, and uh, uh, it's been 11 years now. Did you see them the last time they were there? I did not. I was I was going to go see them, and uh, I was reminded it was Mother's Day that day, and oh. I, probably shouldn't, I probably shouldn't go. <laughs> <laughs> probably a good choice. <laughs> I don't know, you know. I'm I'm not married to that woman anymore. So no, no, I don't know about other or if it was anything with uh with your mother or anything. Or... It was it was uh we're we're, we're having a big Mother's Day bash, I guess. Mm-hmm. But I've you know I've got I've I've made up for that. I mean I've I've driven I, I've driven Pittsburgh, Buffalo, Chicago twice to see them. If they're if they're nearby, I'll go see them. Have you been uh, uh, keeping track of them while they've been uh? playing the couple shows this past couple of weeks i i've been kind of like just looking at the uh their set list the songs they played i guess yeah. the one night they they played a, a ton of gigaton yeah but i haven't got i haven't got to listen to any of the, the bootlegs or watch any of the youtube any youtube clips from the the shows i'll, I'll get around to it <laughs> <laughs> all right chris thanks for coming on and uh talking to me about this song and about pearl jam thanks thanks a lot for offering oh yeah of course i always like talking to new people hearing uh their stories and getting uh new and different points of views of uh all the songs and of uh the history and fandom of pearl jam Ooh, that sounds pretty official just come out of my ass <laughs> <laughs> Better Band Podcast is produced by Brandon Palomo and published using a Creative Commons Attribution Sharealike 4.0 license. Please visit creativecommons.org or email listenupreno at gmail.com for more details. 
All music played is owned by the respective publishers and copyright holders and is reproduced for review purposes only under fair use. You can subscribe to the Better Band Podcast on Apple Podcasts, Google Play, or from betterbandpod.com using your favorite podcast app. You can find us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram at Better Band Pod. I am on Twitter at Brandon P. B-R-A-N-D-E-N-P. If you would like to support this podcast, you can go to either ko-fi.com slash Brandon P or patreon.com slash Brandon P. You can also just give me a five-star review on Apple Podcasts, but don't forget to sell your friends. If you would like to be a guest on a future episode, send an email to betterbandpod at gmail.com or send me insights and stories you'd like to share and I'll read them on the season finale episode. Again, I'd like to thank my guest Chris, and as always, this is Brandon saying... The electric yellow's got me by the brain banana. Thank you.